Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the Calgary Stampeders at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and Bo Levi Mitchell is not starting for Calgary. It's the first time that he's, in his career, I think, that he's been healthy and is not starting for Calgary. Big story there. You know, this isn't, you know, a fly-by-night decision. This isn't something you just make on a whim just to try something new. This is a big, big decision. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. It is hour two. We're coming at you from sunny and hot, hot, hot South Florida, where life is great. We're on Game Plus Television, live across all 10 provinces and 31 U.S. states. We are bringing in from the heartland of the Canadian Football League, the Bermuda Triangle of the NHL, and the sweatpants capital, the Moose, Darren DuPont. And I told you, Moose, I going into the show today, I was like, I'm so excited about this today's show. But then I'm like, I'm excited about every day's show. And I think that when you get out of bed every day, you should be excited about going to work. And we are here. Isn't that just so much fun? Oh, it's the best. And I was just thinking that when you said that, that you're so excited to get in here today. I'm like, that's how we feel every single morning. So... Yeah, it's awesome. We ask each other in the morning meetings, you know, how are you doing today? Waiting for, you know, a bad day or but it never happens. It's awesome. <laughs> well, and I, I've just been going back and forth with Alain Poupar from Sports Illustrated. And uh, he goes, I could have stayed on longer. And that's what I love about the folks in at Game Plus said about us. They said, we love you guys culture. And I'm like, so do I. <laughs> Nobody wants to leave. So. Anyways, uh, what have we been talking about? We're just going to continue the party here into hour two. Um, talking about last night's Winnipeg Blue Bombers win over the Calgary Stampeders 31-29. The future of Bo Levi Mitchell may have started his last game for Calgary. Who saw this coming? And then tonight's preview, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders of the BC Lions and the CFL. And could it be Cody Fajardo's last ever start? I think that there's a very good chance that it could be. Um, You know, to that NFL talk from last hour, what people don't understand is we can talk NFL with the best of them. You got a guy from Sports Illustrating saying, I would have liked to have stayed on longer. I'm like, well, next time. That is how it all worked. Next time. We got Tori Gurley coming in here next segment. And while I loathe to do it, today might be the day. If people want fantasy football questions, tell, tell everybody now. I'll allow it, Darren. Fantasy football questions for Tory Gurley. It's not my thing. It's never been my yeah. thing. Fantasy football. It takes up too much time. I'm not big on wasting time. Um, but I'm assuming you'll be in at least a few fantasy football pools this uh, leagues this season. Yeah, I try and limit it to one or two. But yeah, I'll play. It is fun. It's it's a way to, to stay engaged and and uh, have a little extra something something going on 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 Sundays along with you know if you're doing any uh, any fun betting or anything like that so yeah I'll be involved I'll be interested to see what Tori's got to say okay well if you have questions by all means fire them in and the 902 text line is open 902-518-3033 I would like to mix in a movie this weekend I just got a lot of things to do down here 
in South Florida. I still haven't decided yet if I'm going to go to the restaurant in Fort Lauderdale with the Eagles coaches. I'm not joking. I I haven't decided. I wanted to get through this show and then see where it goes. Um, to tonight's games and the poll question, for those that just tuned in and maybe missed it earlier, the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is this. What's the likeliest landing spot for Bo Levi Mitchell? And we're talking about the immediate landing spot. People are talking about next year. No, right now, Bo didn't even see the field last night for the Calgary Stampeders. So is he going to the trade block? And I'm saying this with all due respect. We spent enough time in Calgary. They know me. I know them. I'm not poking any crap at Bo. John Huffnagel is going to do what's best for the Calgary Stampeders, as everybody would do for themselves. And you'd like to think that us as employees would do what's best for us. Do you see them dealing Bo? Darren may be a, might be a good place to start our two. Yes and no. I mean, I see them dealing Bo if this comes from Bo, right? I think Bo almost has to initiate it to say, look, if you're not going to play me, if I'm not your guy anymore, don't park me on the bench. Let me still go have success because I think I've got more to give. So I think he would have that conversation with Dave and with John and say, look, I've got more here. Would you be willing to let me go play somewhere else? And if they're saying no, because they don't want him to go to a division rival in BC or in Saskatchewan, which are two of those landing spots, then he might, you know, reconsider re-signing at the end of the year and, and go into the XFL. But um, I don't, yeah, I think it's probably got to be, it's got to come from Bo first. Yeah, and you go back to his statement that he released on social media, Bo, on Wednesday through his Facebook and his uh, Instagram, where he said this hurt, and he'll look at himself. Well, he might have looked at himself in retrospect, and it still doesn't matter. It looks like Calgary's going to go with Jake Mayer moving forward because I'll defer to the former CFL coach that I spoke to this morning here in the States, and he goes, look, the Stamps didn't win, but Jake Mayer had 150 quarterback efficiency rating. He was nearly perfect. What's he supposed to do? He can't play all 44 positions or 44 players' spots. He did all he could do. Probably earned a start next week. So where does Bo go? And the thing is, you'd have to ask Bo. I'm talking to people this morning in Bo's camp, if you will, and they're starting to believe that Bo doesn't even finish this season with the Calgary Stampeders. That's kind of what we're getting to the bottom here here right now. And that's the thing. I'm sure some people get tired of it, but I don't care. It's the Rod Peterson show. When you know it's time... You know. I wonder if Bo knows yet. Is he ready to move into broadcasting, move into co- whatever? I knew that I was ready for the next chapter of my career, and I wasn't going to go back to doing play-by-play and all that other stuff. didn't want to do it. Only Bo will know. And it isn't necessarily entirely up to him. It's in John Huff Nagel's best interest, too. Jack in Vulcan, Alberta, says, Huff will first consult with Bo before doing any type of trade. Huff and Dave love and are loyal to Bo, and so they should be. But it is a business. That's the thing about Bo Levi. Well, we've had our thing. I know he's a special player. Everybody knows he's a special player. And I know what they think of him with the Calgary Stampeders. They'll consult with him, but they'll still do what's best for the employer. I just, th- yes. I, I understand that. I get it. C. Walker regarding fantasy football, who I believe is in Winnipeg. C. Walker says in the chat, same Rod, never got the allure of fantasy football. And... That's totally fine. I don't have a problem with fantasy football. It's just not my thing. That's why I'm saying today I will allow any questions when you've got Tory for as long as we do. He's coming up in the next segment. 
from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. She says, can you ask Tori how he feels the Cardinals will do this year? Absolutely. Like Tori's the Messiah or something. They're going to be good, Chris. They're going to be good. I wouldn't mind doing a little roadie out to Arizona, which, by the way, people are starting to look at my social media, and they're seeing the beautiful environs of South Florida, and they're like, is that where the sports trip's going to be this year? And I'm like, well, I would, I would like it to be. But Darren is the boss, and he will ultimately decide where we go. And I said that you're kind of looking at Los Angeles. But Super Bowl's in Arizona, and I can guarantee we'll be there. How are those plans going, Moose, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, Super Bowl in, in Arizona is great, but there's also something really interesting happening in Florida this year, and it may may be an opportunity to see TV 12. It, uh-huh. I don't know if it's going to line up, but it's um, we're working really hard to see if it can't line up to see TV 12 uh, play in Tampa. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, yeah. I well, obviously would be all over that. It would be a nice little drive for us to go over three and a half hours to the Gulf Coast side of Florida and watch Tampa Tom. I'll be honest with you, it is the Rod Peterson show, but I don't want to sit here and talk about me the whole time. But I will say I'm very grateful to have been able to watch Tom Brady live in San Diego on a sports trip December 2015. And I'll never forget Robert Kraft driving around on a golf cart in the tailgating, just greeting Patriots fans, taking selfies with fans. I think people don't understand. They say no fun league for the NFL. I don't think they understand it. I've been to just about every NFL stadium I've been to, watched almost every team play. It's not no fun. (laughs) It's a lot of fun, which reminds me, before I jump back to the CFL thing here, um, did you see what Jerry Jones said to Stephen A. Smith by chance on first take yesterday at the Star, the Cowboys facility in uh, Dallas? Did you see it? Hit me with it. No, I didn't. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. You got to go back and look. Stephen A. was in a Cowboys jersey, which would be akin to me wearing like a Sam Peters jersey, which I would do, but yeah. Stephen A. was wearing one. And Jerry, we saw a bit of a glimpse, I think, into his psyche. He kind of went off a little bit. And he goes, people like you, Stephen A., say we couldn't have this, and we couldn't be champions, and we couldn't have this star, and we couldn't have a facility like this. Deep down, Stephen A., I think you're a fraud. And the whole place, all the Cowboys fans, but he wasn't really rude about it. He goes, I think you're a fraud, and deep down, you're a Cowboys fan. And then the place really went nuts. And I'm just like, can you imagine if some of the CFL tall foreheads got out from behind their desks and did some fun stuff like this? I think there's oh, some way. Can you imagine Victor Quee? That would be fun if Victor Quee came down. Amher Dolman in BC, some of the people that are... I think decision makers that we were, Gary Stern, my God, the guy would be awesome. Let's put him up on the panel. So great. Uh, Anyways, back, back, back on point here on a football Friday. Um, They're digging our poll question here. BW from Edmonton says in the chat, could Bo Levi end up in Hamilton? might save their season too i mean i'll say it again why i don't understand why dane evans is starting tonight for hamilton given matthew schultz is coming off his career best start ever for the tie cats last week in montreal it's fascinating when you think about it there's not it's 111 eastern by the way 1111 mountain clearly we're on the right path here 
Just be cognizant of what you're thinking right now, folks. Um, Colin in Ottawa says, sorry, Sasky fans. Bo isn't coming to Regina to save your season. Huff wouldn't be stupid enough to trade him there because he's way better than Cody. But would he trade him to Hamilton? Mm. He might. And here's why. It's the East, right? I mean, you look at Saskatchewan and BC, two division rivals. You might meet them in the playoffs, one of those two teams in the playoffs. Why not send them out to the East where you're not going to see them until maybe a Grey Cup? Um, that makes the most sense to me. Um, Hamilton, I mean, Dane Evans had a really good year last year, and Matthew Schultz having a good year. Um, and I don't think Orlando Steinauer is really on the hot seat until you know he puts two back-to-back bad seasons together. I think he's okay because of what he accomplished the last couple of years. Um, but that's one really intriguing possibility is the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Everybody, let's hear from you. 902 text line 518-3033. If you're watching on Game Plus television or if you're watching on YouTube, jump into the chat. C. Walker in Winnipeg says, Bo stays... No, C. Walker says, with the turtle race in the East, Bo would be a game changer in that division. Oh, that would be a stick of dynamite up there, but wouldn't it in that whole division? Bo coming in there and just being like a skunk at a picnic, you know, or a... <laughs> yeah. Um, and the thing is, <clears throat> there are those here saying that Bo isn't going anywhere. He's a great insurance policy in Calgary. But one, one thing about Huff, he is not about distractions at all. And I'm not saying Bo would make himself a distraction. But Bo being sat down in the stretch drive and playoffs would just be a distraction they don't necessarily, I don't think, would want in yeah. Calgary. So, been thinking a lot. Have you watched the Dolly Parton documentary on Netflix, by the way, Moose? Have you seen it? No, I haven't. You got to watch it. And the hey. biggest song of her career was I Will Always Love You. First line of the song. If I stayed, I'd only be in the way. You know, biggest reason why I'm sitting in yes. South Florida. Same thing as Bo. If he stays, he might only be in the way. So that's yeah. And then uh, nine to five. Jane Fonda, which you're far too young to even understand the significance of Jane Fonda. But that nine to five movie and Lily Tomlin and Dolly Parton, they said. Dolly, we're going to make a movie about working-class women in the workplace. Can you write a song for it? And Dolly, we'd like you to be in the movie. She goes, yeah, let me uh, get to work on the 925. You know the song. And Jane Fonda says, all we wanted was a song, Dolly. She wrote an anthem, which 40 years later still stands and is played on the radio. Dolly Parton is just, can she play quarterback for the Riders? <laughs> then they might have a chance. Yes. Oleg in Winnipeg says, uh, I get my best advice from Dolly Parton songs too. Just like RP. <laughs> if I stay, I'd only be in the way. Think about it. Yeah. Moose, I'll see you back a little later on, okay? See you then. All right. Tori Gurley coming up next. Get your fantasy questions ready. And whatever questions you'd like for the Browns and Packers alum and CFL great Tory Gurley. We'll be right back. It is a football Friday. You're watching on Game Plus Television and also YouTube Live. 
Have you subscribed to The Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. Gorgeous Friday in South Florida. And uh, just over 24 hours away from the preseason finale for the Dolphins and the Philadelphia Eagles will be there. And as I said, and I'll tell our guy, Tori Gurley, right now that I invited all fantasy-related questions for Tori Firematis. Now, I don't mind. I won't do it every time Tori's with us, but now would be the time. Tori Gurley joins us. And I'm going to say this right now, Tori. We only got two hours, but I'm going to run through your list of teams here for our viewers that may be uh, new to the program. There are many. Tori's only 34 years of age. But he started with Green Bay two seasons, 2011 and 2012, and then Vikings, Raiders, Buccaneers, Chargers, Ravens, Browns, where he played the most significant amount of games, Bills in 2014, and then into the CFL with the Argos, Bombers, and Red Blacks. And somewhere around there, he and I got to be real good friends. Tori, happy Friday. How are things in your world? Everything is great. You know, family's good. Uh, It was Kimberly's birthday, so happy birthday, Suge. Um, And just another day in paradise. (laughs) I love it. I love, man, I just, it seems like every season we talk about the exciting possibilities entering a new NFL season. This one seems particularly awesome, though, doesn't it? New coaches in new places. Tom's back. Uh, Man, what has you the most excited about the NFL season this year? I would say the Buffalo Bills. It's a lot of hype around Josh Allen and Buffalo. And um, last year, literally, they were... 11 seconds away from advancing to the AFC championship game. And it took, you know, Patrick Mahomes to do something miraculous. So now um, with these guys having that, you know, under their belt of, you know, misery, I think it's time for them to go out and and really put the league on notice with um, them opening up against the LA Rams and maybe spoiling their, their Super Bowl victory. And you know what's interesting about that? You mentioned the Rams. How about they and the Bengals joint practices? They're cut short because of a brawl on the field. What was your take of that to do? That wasn't smart at all. You know, I would never schedule a practice. Not again. Now, if it's a game, you know, you're gonna you're gonna protect yourself because at the end of the day, you don't want to lose your money. But in practice, fights, brawls, all that can happen, and all they're gonna do is just kick you out of practice. And for someone like Aaron Donald. He wanted to be out of practice. So, um, you know, I, I don't think that was a good idea to have a joint practice with those teams because a lot of emotions are, you know, are high. You know, you literally six months ago, you were just defeated in the biggest game of your life. And now you get to see those guys and for two days and you're going against them. And, you know, that was the type of smack talk that, you know, the, the Rams are saying to the Bengals is like, we don't care what you're doing now because we beat you when it mattered. And, you know, with those guys being alpha males and, and super competitive men, you know, that's all it took. And from there, man, it was just a brawl. Oh, man, I'm, I'm with you. That's, you and I think the same. I thought it was incredibly stupid to pair these two teams against each other because at the Super Bowl, they, for two weeks, they were ramped up to hate each other. And now you're going to put them <laughs> against each other in practice? Why would you do that? I'm glad you saw it the way that I did. Now, to some other things, and as you talk, a lot of things pop into my head here. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady gets 11 days off, and everybody wants to know why, and Tom's saying, none of your business. Um, your thoughts on how that has all played out? Um, I'm old school, and I'm not a fan of that. Even though it's Tom Brady, uh, having that type of time off during camp where you're not even in the building, 
I just think that's a that's a bad look because we've all known him for being Captain America, you know, someone that's always there, that's going to go through the grind and, and and be a leader. And for him to be absent for those eleven days, you know, that could be that could have been time spent where a rookie could have learned from him or a defensive back could have you know picked his brain. And you know, that's just eleven days away from football. And I, I never think anyone is ever on the status of. I can just take time away from the game and, and it'll come back like riding a bicycle because this game will humble. You know, no matter who you are, we've all been humbled when it came to football. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I'm a loyal guy, as are you. I'm like a loyalty guy, and I love Tom. So I'm like, you do whatever you want, Tom. That's how I look at it. But <laughs> anyways, um, so to the fantasy questions. Tacona in Winnipeg says, who is the best value quarterback he guesses justin herbert but who's your number one fantasy quarterback in the nfl here Ooh, man you you patrick mahomes russell wilson you know lamar jackson you know these guys have the ability to extend plays josh allen where they you can extend plays with your legs and then they have cannon arms where they can get the ball 80 and 90 yards downfield you know hurry up and score so um, I, that would definitely be something that I think about if I'm going through this process of drafting a quarterback is where I can get value from, you know, yards through the air as well as rushing yards. Um, they want to know your thoughts on Baker Mayfield in Carolina. So that's the team closest to you. Baker won that job outright. I think we all kind of thought he would. What's the outlook for the Panthers with Baker there? Yeah, I'm excited to see Baker. You know, this is a fresh opportunity for him to come out and compete and, and win the fans over in Carolina. Um, he's done a great job. You know, he's won the job extremely fast. You know, there was no, you know, question marks about it. He went in there and handled business, and, and now it's, you know, it's up to him and what he's going to do with it. So um, we'll see how that goes. But I'm excited because, you know, he has some weapons out there. And if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, um, you know, I, I feel like it, it would definitely help Baker um, be the best quarterback he could be. Big if, though, isn't it? I mean, McCaffrey, what I see, he's only played something like 18 games the last three years. At, you know, at some point, you're going to get a label on you. Yeah, he's, you know, he's been in street clothes a lot. And, we're, you know, the fans in Carolina are hoping that he's, um, you know, he stays healthy because he's such a, a vital piece of the offense. You know, like whenever he's on the field, he's always a threat. And, you know, now that leaves one-on-one for, for guys on the perimeter, and that's where, you know, that could just make it extremely convenient for Baker to uh, find those matchups and exploit them. When you were in Cleveland, how much time did you spend around the Haslam family? Because to me, they just look like a bunch of bumbling fools, and I wonder how you feel about the way they've handled the entire Deshaun Watson situation from acquiring him in the first place to now sticking by him and now not really acquiring anybody at the quarterback position to hold the fort down while he's gone, other than, as you know, Jacoby Brissett. But what's the outlook there? Uh, well, personally, you know, I, I will put it this way is um, the respect I have for the Haslam family for giving me an opportunity to play on their team. You know, I, I'm forever indebted to that. Uh, when it comes to the way comes to how they run their business and how they select their players, um, you know that's what they do. You know I do have a relationship with them. Um, you know I've been over to his house for Christmas and you know and had conversations. And um, I, 
that's such a sticky situation and, and the best way to explain it is like my heart goes out to all the young ladies who's been affected in their families and i'm hoping that deshaun watson could learn from this and you know really you know realize like he put a lot of people you know in danger that's gonna and it's gonna affect them long term including himself and you know so many young men look up to him um especially african-american quarterbacks you know he and cam newton are guys where you know guys like myself we would gravitate towards because it, his talent was just so rare so you know I'm, I'm hoping that he can get it together and, and reform and and, and and make the most of you know the, the situation he put himself in but um you know back to the Haslam family um like I said I have good things to say about them because they helped me in life where they gave me a chance to play ball but um you know that process of them, you know, getting Deshaun Watson and structuring the contract the way they did. Uh, I guess they're just trying to win football games and, you know, whatever it takes. But, um, you know, that's something that, you know, they're going to have to deal with. And, you know, I just get to sit back and be a fan of it. Well, hey, very well spoken, by the way. And I just read off Tory's playing career. I should mention his broadcast career, which includes NFL Network, ESPN, SEC Network, Rod Peterson Show, as you always throw in there. Nice job, Tori. Um, and like I said, the loyalty thing. I see why you say it the way you do. When you know somebody, uh, sometimes you give them more of a pass. And that's kind of what you're doing there with the Browns. And I hope it works out for everybody, like you say. Now let's move on to the only team that matters. America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. We all know they have the talent, but they continue to make coaching blunders. <clears throat> Almost, not every week, but close. And that's what I think is holding them back is Mike McCarthy. What do you see in America's team? Yeah, you know, Jerry Jones is out here, you know, talking about he wants a Super Bowl. But uh, right now, I think the Cowboys are in trouble. Uh, that huge offensive line they once had, that was the nucleus of the team, has slowly dissipated. And now, you know, you just have Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb, um, an older Zeke Elliott, and a Tony Pollard. And, you know, I. I think that division is tough, the NFC East. Um, it seemed like the Eagles, they drafted well, and Jalen Hurts is on the rise. Um, you know, you, you have other teams. You have the commanders in that division. Maybe they can do something with Carson Wentz and Ron Rivera being a defensive head coach, and the Giants are bad. But um, Dallas really have to get their stuff together, and just the way they looked in preseason, uh, those guys, you know, playing undisciplined ball. I think they were leading the league in penalties, and, if that's, you know, if that's going to foreshadow the future, then, you know, it's, it's going to be a long season for the Cowboys. Uh, I think 129 yards in penalties in the preseason loss at Denver. We had two return kicks, though, at the Chargers last week. Cavante Turpin with those, which is a whole other story that I'm not going to get into today. But I think Denver Broncos would be a good next question for you. Um, they think that Russell Wilson will lead them for sure to the playoffs and maybe deep into the playoffs. Do you see that happening with the roster around Russell Wilson? Um, I'm excited. Uh, I wish we could have watched them in a preseason. You know, Russ hasn't taken any snaps yet. So I think his first hmm. uh, live action with the team is going to be that opening game against the Seahawks. And uh, I would, if it was me, I would rather knock, out, knock off the Russ you know, in a preseason game, but I guess they feel very comfortable in his abilities to go out and, and lead this high-powered offense. You know, you got a stable of running backs and you have weapons on the perimeter. And with Russ's skill set of being able to, um, 
you know, make second reaction throws and, and just push the ball vertically downfield. Um, it's going to be a lot of fireworks, but we will see. You know, Denver does have a good defense, and John Elway has done a great job at, with drafting it and, and putting the right players around it. But um, another name to look out for is going to be offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. You know, this is his chance now to put a stamp on his offense. You know, he's with Aaron Rodgers over the past few years in Green Bay. So we'll see what we what he can do with Russ and all the talent that's around him. Well, hey, yeah, he came from Green Bay. Your boy Aaron has lost Devontae Adams. He's lost Hackett, his offensive coordinator, who I, uh, clearly he loves. He's back-to-back MVP seasons. How's your boy number 12 going to do, do you think, with all these losses around him? He's out there with a, young, a bunch of young guys. Like, he is so old in the locker room. He's the old guy. So um, we will see how he made that adjustment because, you know, his career has been predicated on receivers being in their prime and, you know, being able to play at a high level. So we'll see how he can elevate those guys and get them up to speed because uh, Aaron wants to win. And uh, defensively, the Packers are in good position. They You know, they're kind of loaded. So we'll see uh, what Coach LaFleur could do with, um, developing these guys and, and how Aaron can go out and, and get the job done. So, you know, it's going to be exciting to watch those guys, uh, you know, compete in the NFC North. David in Winnipeg wants to know if you have any relation or are any relation to Todd Gurley. <laughs> no relation at all. You know, I get that all the time. And, uh, you know, we used to pick at each other. I would see him in passing and I always tell him that I was the first one to make it to the NFL, but no, no relation. <laughs> Okay, gotcha. For my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat, who might be, she would be your second biggest fan in Canada because I'm your first biggest fan in Canada. She wants to know how you think the Arizona Cardinals will do. That is her team. That is my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat, Alberta. Yeah, uh, Kyler Murray just got the new big contract, and um, you know they had to stay in there saying that he doesn't use this enough. You know, watching tape, so. You know, four hours of tape every day. If I'm gonna give you 200 million, you know, you would think if you're a quarterback, you'll watch film every day. But um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, I know he's under a, a suspension. I, I think he was trying to appeal it, but we'll see how that goes. If not, you know, he's gonna be out six games. Uh, they did acquire Hollywood Brown from the Ravens, um, so you know that old Oklahoma connection. And um, I think they're gonna be high power. You know, they're definitely an offensive-driven team and. It's going to rely on the arm of, of Kyler Murray and his decision-making. So hopefully uh, with him being smaller in stature, he can survive a 17-game a 17 season and you know put those guys in position to make a run. Jennifer from the Four Seasons Sports Palace says, the Packers will be fine, Aaron will get her done, and our receivers will surprise everyone. Randy from Winnipeg says he has Kyler Murray on two of his fantasy teams. So, yeah, he better uh, be perform for that, what is it, $46 million per year, I think? Yeah. Um, yeah, unbelievable. Tori, anything else? What's happening with you? What's keeping you busy these days? You know what? I, I can show you better than I can tell you. So I accepted a position uh, with the NFL Senior Bowl. Uh, I, I'm a scout now. I, I, what I do is I help scout the top players in the country, seniors, and there's an all-star game in Mobile, Alabama every year. It's been around for 100-plus years, so I'm part of that staff, me and um, several other former players. Um, we started out at NFL Scout School a couple years ago, and you know we've moved up the program to where now 
Uh, you know, I'm scouting the Southeast. I'm still running my business as well with helping athletes, but I'm currently in the middle of, you know, watching film and, and changing diapers and, and taking my wife out on a birthday and anniversary as well as helping guys get drafted. So we are a one-stop shop around here. I love it. I knew that you would be busy and obviously a success. When you come through South Florida, I will send you my number and uh, let's get together. Tori, thanks for this wonderful uh, update and we'll do it again soon. Enjoy the football. Yeah, thanks for having me. Our NFL insider, Tori Gurley, joining us from the Carolinas. We got a sports update on the way and more with the Moose. It's a football Friday wrapping up our real fun week. And you are watching on Game Plus Television and also YouTube Live. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's a lot of folks' favorite day. Yeah, buddy. Football Friday here on the old RP show. I just found out in the break that we don't have Darren DuPont. Just found it out as we were coming in uh, into the segment here that we don't have him. So uh, it'll be just you and I. What do we have here, by the way, on a sports update? Let's do that now. And I can, again, make it without Moose. We've done it many times before, but I do need to log back into my wire service here. Uh, my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says, Tori is her favorite guest. You know what? I think he's mine too. Tori will always be very, very special to me. It's okay. We, uh, we got it now. The Toronto Blue Jays sports update here will take on the Los Angeles Angels at home tonight after completing a three-game sweep of the Boston Red Sox Thursday. Toronto won 6-5 in 10 innings as the team holds on to the second wildcard spot in the American League. Mitch White will take the mound for the Jays. The 9-1 BC Lions. Are they not 8-1? It says 9-1 on the wire copy. Can somebody look into that, Moose? Can you look into that before we bring you on? We'll play their first game without star quarterback Nathan Rourke tonight when they take on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders at home. Rourke was diagnosed with a Liz Frank sprain in the foot following last week's win over the Riders and will undergo surgery. Michael O'Connor will be the starter as the Lions look to continue their winning ways. It's 8-1. and one. They got it wrong here. But I'm not one of those people that feels better by pointing out others' mistakes. I'm not that kind of person. Toronto Argonauts and Hamilton Tiger Cats will meet for the third of four regular season meetings this season between the rivals. The 4-5 and five Argos are only half a game ahead of the 4-6 and six Alouettes for the East Division lead. Both the Argos and Ticats enter the game having lost two of their last three. This sports update is for Landmark Cinemas. I'm going to talk a little bit about Landmark Cinemas before this segment is out. See which movie I'm going to go to this weekend. Bullet Train is leading the way. Maybe Beast. But let's bring him in now, uh, Darren Moose DuPont. And Clark has told me that, in fact, 8-1. and one. The BC Lions are 8-1. and one. Sometimes I wonder why I pay such an exorbitant fee for the wire service <laughs> to get wrong information. But... I know. Thank God I got it all trapped up here. I want to say something here for you, uh, Moose, and you feel free to agree or disagree. I feel like the NFL just couldn't screw it up if they tried, and I'll tell you why. We had Elaine, 
Pupar on in hour one, the Dolphins writer for Sports Illustrated. And he's like, not a lot of starters are going to play Saturday night. No starters played last night in the, for the four teams that played in the NFL preseason. Starters aren't playing anymore. So why would you buy a ticket, buy a ticket and go? I'll tell you why. Because you can buy a ticket for $6 and go watch the Miami Dolphins and Philadelphia Eagles. Plus applicable service fees. I get people still have to do business. But here's the NFL. They're like, we have so much TV money and all other kinds of money. We don't need to make money off selling tickets. So we'll sell them for $6. That's where it starts to go to Hard Rock Stadium Saturday night. I, like a fool, paid $200 to sit in a luxury suite because I clicked on the wrong link. And that's okay because I have money. I don't want to burn money, but I'm like, eh, you deserve it. You don't spend money uh, on yourself very often. How about that? That the NFL is so big, they, don't, they can charge six bucks to get in, and it won't even, won't even affect their bottom line at all. I know. I know. I mean, they really, you know, you lower the ticket price to try and get as many people in the building and use up as many seats as you can and, and bring in as much revenue as you can. But they're basically planning to take on the expenses of a preseason game and not sell any tickets. It's a bonus if you sell some tickets to the preseason game. So, yeah, that's quite a, uh, <laughs> quite a thing for the National Football League to be in that position. Well, here is my – again, we get into this ticket-buying discussion, which our viewers love, and I really love it. I don't go to every game for free. I go to a lot of games for free, but I don't go to every game for free. So here earlier this week, I – Again, for those that weren't watching, a lot of our viewers were, but a lot weren't. I completely forgot all of the Dolphins' media policies because I've been dealing with (laughs) teams all across Western Canada. So I forgot. I had to have my request in 10 days before the game to get a spot in the press box. So I'm like, "Ah, I'll buy a ticket. So I'm hovering over the link at Ticketmaster, and I click the first one. And I'm like, the cheapest seats, $200? Damn the NFL. What's wrong with these greedy bastards? But they can get it because it's the NFL. Buy my ticket, boom, 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 boom. And then I keep, then it's just, then I get this email. Congratulations, you're going to the game in style, sitting in the luxury suite. I'm like, what? I don't need to sit in the luxury suite. I just want to be in the stadium. Oh, I clicked the wrong damn link. Well, let's try this other link and see what they have. Six Six dollars? That tells me even more about the NFL. Um, John, well, and, and here's the thing, how I look at it, and I think you will too. John in Winnipeg, um, he says from $6 for the preseason to $6,000 for a Super Bowl ticket. Not bad. <laughs> Dude, it's how you reel them in. Because you get those little kids coming to a preseason game. They don't care if it's Tua Tunga Viola or Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater will probably play. Sounds like Tua ain't. Um, and for the Eagles, I don't know. I, probably Jalen Hurts won't play, but Gardner Minshew is their backup. These are still names. So those yeah. kids start going to the games, and they st- they get hooked. And then you hope eventually, if you're the NFL, these kids go on to be billionaire CEOs and can buy tickets to the Super Bowl. I think that's the way it's – that's the thinking. That's the Tell thinking. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. No, you're right. And they want to get in there, get the kids in, get the, the families in and anything you can do to try and get the kids into the football games. And here's an opportunity to have extended tailgates and have some fun things going on and engage the fan base and hook those kids who may not even be able to afford the increased 
you know, regular season ticket prices or get in because the stadium sold out. So you get them in, then they get a little bit older. They want to go back to the game. And because they went to the preseason game, they're probably going to watch the team now on uh, on television throughout the season. So it's all about building fans. Ding, 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 ding. And that's why Bingo. we're the Golden Corral of Sports Talk. Um, because I now know, you, as do you, maybe you have a relation playing uh, flag football, NFL flag football in Canada. But now what I'm hearing is those kids in Canada, their whole team, they play for the you know, novice Jaguars rather than go to Ryder games, the whole team's loading up and flying to Jacksonville for one game because they play for the Jaguars. You know, that is the world that we live in and it it hooks them forever. Um, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says, if you bide your time, there are tickets for anything for cheap. Greta Van Fleet, $60 seats were $20 by showtime. Greta Van Fleet. Is she the one that had the court television show, Greta Van Fleet? Do we know <laughs> do we know her? How about that? I wouldn't pay I, 20 cents, but that's that's just me. Yeah. I'm not a music guy. Hang on everybody. We'll be right back for overtime. Whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about. Overtime is next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. We're also live streaming on YouTube, and you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, welcome back. It is Overtime, brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. By the way, what's on at the movies this week with Landmark Cinemas, Beast is in theaters now, starring Idris Elba. You know him from Fast and Furious, presents Hobbs and Shaw, plus The Suicide Squad. Idris stars in a pulse-pounding new thriller about a father and his two teenage daughters who find themselves hunted by a massive rogue lion intent on proving that the savannah has but one apex predator. Our staff will pick the winners who texted in movies to our 902 line. Go enjoy the movies this week on the RP Show and Landmark Cinemas. And by the way, Darren, uh, Jack Fulton, whom you met in Calgary, writes in on the text line. He says, Bullet Train was a crazy and cool movie. Love the twists and turns. Did you say you've been to Bullet Train yet? Not yet, but it's on my list. Sounds like uh, it would be a movie that we want to go to. It's definitely on my list as early as this weekend. Um, It is viewer takeover, like I say. Sean in Vancouver writes in. He says, I hope the roof is open tonight at the game. Boggles my mind how often they leave it closed. Why have it? (laughs) Happy Friday, Roddy. Go Riders. Well, the last game, the... uh, Hydraulics were broken, as I understand. Do you remember that? We had Neil McAvoy on the yeah. next on the Monday, and the hydraulics were broken. Uh, man, I get it. I've been in that stadium before, you know, when it was just a big, it looked like a pillow, a big quilt roof, and it didn't open. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? You've been it to BC, breathe. You must no, no air coming in. Oh. 
I've never been to a to um, a game. I've been in the building though, and I've watched some other football, but not a CFL game in the building. I love BC Place. I loved it before. I love it now. I tell you what, the BC Lions. They're taking a lot of meat off the bone of that interview that we did this week. They tweeted again another quote of mine about Nathan Rourke and when he was on this show. Good, good work, Clark, getting Nathan Rourke on because I've referenced it many times. They've taken all these clips out of that interview from their podcast and they're posting them all week. Bravo, BC Lions. I would hope every team has their own podcast. Not every team does have their own podcast, though. If we're not careful, the BC Lions will overtake us as the number one CFL podcast, Darren. <laughs> you got to be on our toes. They're doing good work over there. <clears throat> Here's Jeff. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Matt and Nick specifically in that department. Jeff in Hamilton's watching on Game Plus Television, where we are carried on Kojiko Cable and Rogers Cable. Jeff says, I vote for Hamilton as Bo Levi's landing spot, Rod. And I think Fajardo will go to Toronto. It'll be just like going into the 2012 season when Burris and Ray jump from west to east. How about that? Ah, uh, boy. Man, did we cover a lot today. Just a fantastic football discussion today, both NFL and CFL. And quick, Darren, is Cody Fajardo making his last start for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders tonight? I'm going to say no. Pressure's on, and I, and I think that he'll rise to the occasion. So I'm going to say no. Dougal Cameron in Calgary says the Argos make sense. Lots of ex-Stampeders wearing Argos shirts. Yeah, it's, I think, is that by design what the Argos have done? Going and pillaging the Stampeders, both coaching and playing staffs. Um, Ryan Dinwiddie, most obviously. Chris Sweet coaching the offensive line. Sweeter. People are saying Bo may go east. Okay, thank you, everybody, for chiming in. Because I'm like, that's our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. What's the likeliest landing spot for Bo Levi Mitchell? And our options, which we came up with as a staff, were BC, Saskatchewan, the XFL, or other. And others been leading the way. And people are thinking that he's going to go east. Phil is watching in Dauphin, Manitoba. And he says, good morning, TGIF. Hell of a game last night for both teams. He's talking about the Blue Bombers and the Stampeders. Both teams had a lot to prove, and methinks Bo Levi will have to get used to being on the bench for a while. As to the poll question, I picked other, because I can't see the Stamps helping the Riders out. I can see him maybe going to the Ticats. Hashtag Bob's your uncle. That's Phil in Dauphin, Manitoba. So... I guess, Darren, tell me this is why we love sports. If somebody had told you going into the CFL season that Bo Levi Mitchell might not end up the season in Calgary, would you have believed it? No, I would have said they're crazy to think that Bo is not going to finish the season with the Calgary Stampeders. If there was an untouchable outside of it would be him and Zach Caleros, right? It would be two untouchables, <laughs> you know, in the Canadian Football League is not going to move. No chance, never going to happen, at least not this year. And sure enough, things have played out this way in Calgary. And, you know, with Jake Mayer having some success, that's made Bo expendable. So it'll be interesting to see what John Huffnagel does and how he handles his, his room. Uh, Nelson Hakowicz in the chat says, move Cody Fajardo before the guaranteed contract rules come into play. 
and they have to take a cap hit. If you had told me going into the season that the Riders wouldn't finish the year with Cody Fajardo at quarterback, I would have said two things. A, it doesn't surprise me because people were turning on them already. And two, it, it would have said this season's not going well at all for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Or it's not going to go well at all for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. What an absolute mess that is. We're even talking about Cody Fajardo not potentially finishing the season. But what I'm hearing too, and whether people are writing into our social media channels, is that leaders don't make excuses. Well, I know a lot of leaders that make excuses, but they're just bad leaders. Um, but with Cody, it started, they tell me, last minute of playing the RP show. They're telling me that it started last year when he called out his receivers in that game in Calgary, and they haven't got off his back since. In 45 seconds, Darren, do you go along with that, that Cody isn't saying the right things? I don't like it, but I'm not always right. Yeah, I don't know if that's the case or not. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you say, uh, as long as the, the play on the field is there, right? And the ball is getting to the receivers and everybody's happy. So, you know, I don't think it goes back to that. I think he's just got to find a way to have a good game. That's what we'll be watching for tonight. An awesome CFL doubleheader on the go. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Tori Gurley. Thanks to Alan Pupar, our newest friend from Sports Illustrated, the Dolphins writer. And uh, you have a great weekend, Moose. And the same to all of our staff, all of the viewers. We'll reconvene on Monday with ESPN Cincinnati's Mo Egger, Sirius XM's Zig Fricasse. We'll see you Monday, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.